Welcome to Soul Path Alignment, the podcast where we talk about everything that gets us in touch with our amazing intuitive gifts. I'm Tanya Stupar, and today we're continuing the Twin Flame series. This is episode number two out of four total. Today, I'm going to move on to address the purpose of Twin Flame activation. Why is this happening to people? Is it just so that couples can find some kind of ultimate ideal relationship? And if so, then should you want it to happen to you? The quick answer is no and no, but I'll get into explaining all of this. So the purpose of having a twin flame is something that goes beyond the individual couple that's experiencing it. It's not a superior relationship but it is an unbreakable soul level bond that forces people to face all the power dynamics that have been keeping relationships contractual so that humanity can find a new template and leave the old one behind. It's teaching us the blueprint for true unconditional love. And I would not say at all that twin flame is something to be desired. It's a painful, solitary process of having your heart broken. Initially, it's kind of like being in the most painful part of a breakup, except long term. And there's really nothing you can do to get yourself out of this predicament except to finally learn non-attachment and unity consciousness and then find your sense of peace there, energetically, outside of physical reality. But not everyone needs to go through this intense process in order to learn the new template. As I explained in the last episode, twin flame couples can't get into physical 3D union until they've done their inner work. It might take lifetimes, but other couples will be able to work on their energy while they're together. Because if their energy is not totally in alignment with source, it won't repel the other person away. It will just be a motivating factor. So I would imagine a more gentle process for most people here. But the main thing to note is that Twin Flame is teaching us all a new template for how relationships will be going forward into the new age of Aquarius that astrologers have been predicting for a long time now. So not everyone has to go through the whole intense process, but everyone will be able to learn about the new template from what twin flame people are experiencing right now. So what is this new template? You could sum it all up by saying that Twin Flame is teaching us how to become conscious or enlightened. It's teaching us who we are in our divinity and how to get back to it so that we can then bring that new awareness into our physical relationships on Earth and experience something way better than before. So I have a list of 10 things that Twin Flame is teaching us and maybe you'll be able to notice as I go through them how they all fall under this umbrella of becoming conscious of our divinity and transcending the physical reality. So first of all, Twin Flame is teaching us that physical reality is the illusion, that the world 
and our body in it is really just the dream within the larger non-physical reality. And one big way this happens is because you're feeling this attachment on the soul level. It's undeniable. You might be seeing it in your dreams every night and getting telepathic messages from this person. But then waking reality is saying, why does this keep happening to me? Just go away already. This is annoying and it's getting us nowhere. Your ego mind is telling you that the relationship is too impractical or it's impossible. Or maybe it's going through a long dry spell where you don't even talk to this person. But your intuition is telling a different story than what you see or what makes sense. And you end up having to pick what you believe is real. There isn't really a choice, actually. It's more like the relationship shows you what's beyond and you can't unsee it. I remember going through this early on, I used to question my dreams and the times when I felt the nuttiest and I'd get the most upset was always if I started doubting my dreams or telling myself that they were just stupid or meaningless. Because when I did that, I wasn't invalidating the relationship or this other person. I was invalidating my own intuition. So going through the cycle of doubt and choosing to trust my dreams over and over again eventually left me with an unshakable faith in my own intuitive ability and its connection to the unseen reality of the soul. And I'll tell you, the greatest thing about life being an illusion is when you wake up and realize that what this means is that the only thing holding us back in the present reality is our collective conception of it. And we're meant to move on to bigger and better things. Twin flame people are forced to recognize this because they can't get out of this immense suffering until they start connecting more to the non-physical reality and bringing it more into their conscious awareness. And this leads us to number two. Twin flame is teaching us the difference between the ego and the soul. Twin flame makes it really clear to see wherever you're stuck in your ego mind, because that's when you feel the twin flame separation and suffering. Twin flame makes it impossible to feel peace in your life unless you get out of your ego. Like we talked about earlier, your ego is telling you who you are in the physical world or the illusion. Some people call it earth school. And the idea is how we see ourselves in 3D is what's causing most of our suffering in life. Because if we could just know who we truly are in the non-physical world, in our soul or spirit, then we would know that nothing is wrong. Nothing could ever possibly be wrong. We're totally worthy. We're loved. We're never alone. We're all powerful. We're immortal. We have everything we need and so forth. In short, we are loving awareness, like I talked about in the last episode. So in relationships, what happens is that our ego is trapping us in a narrative that says, I'm separate from this person. I need this person to be with me physically in order to feel their love and just to live life with them and be happy. I need this person to love me. 
It feels so good when they love me. But this narrative that we call love is actually a narrative of suffering that creates neediness and power dynamics in relationships because it can be taken away from you. You can take it away from another person. And it's not even the truth of who we are in source. And what happens if you're a twin flame is that as long as you stay stuck in this narrative of suffering and separateness, it's going to repel the other person away from you. The power dynamics that have been keeping people together for thousands of years, things like marriage contracts and boob jobs and kids and financial arrangements and taking on a dominant versus a submissive role. These things don't work in twin flame relationships to keep people together. The only thing that works for twin flame relationships is to learn how to set your ego aside and find your soul. Because this other person is your same soul. And so that's where you're always going to find them. The ego is the part of you that's separate, and when you stay stuck in it, you are separate from them. And thirdly, twin flame teaches us to do our shadow work. So we just talked about how there's a difference between our ego self and our soul. You might say that our soul is the part of us that's connected to source frequency. It remembers the truth of where we came from and what we're headed back to in unity consciousness. Within this paradigm, our shadow is whatever is keeping us from getting into alignment with this divine frequency of peace and bliss and unconditional love. You might call it nirvana. It's where we want to be. And if you want to find your shadow, you can always just ask yourself, What's stopping me from feeling perfect happiness? And I'm not talking about physical pain or danger. That's different. I'm talking about mental suffering, things like abandonment wounds, discontent, fears, addictions, self-loathing, just all of your own funky energy patterns. Once you go through twin flame activation, all of your shadows keep coming up for you to deal with them. It's like a line of dominoes that got set off and they're just going to keep falling. Whatever isn't energetically aligned with source is going to come up so that you can heal it. It's kind of like putting rocket boosters on your soul growth because all the shadow was there before and yet you weren't seeing it. You needed the twin flame separation to show it to you, and it does like nothing else can because this person is mirroring all of your deepest life wounding back to you. But we can all learn something from this, and the lesson here for everyone is around radical accountability for your own crap, your own shadow. People who have gone through this will be the way showers who are able to help people disentangle themselves from the blame game and codependency and show people how to sort out their own shadow work from the relationship. You could imagine it kind of like someone who breaks a trail or cuts through the jungle with a machete so that other people can follow. They only knew the way to go because they were led from inside of their own heart and the twin flame experience to find this pathway 
towards pure unconditional love for another person. It's something the world simply hasn't seen yet. And number four, Twin Flame is teaching us to have unconditional love for ourself first, and that this is the foundation of all unconditional love for others. In the old template, we say to our partner, I'm responsible for loving you, and you're responsible for loving me back. That's the deal. And it sort of works, except for when it doesn't. But with Twin Flame, you can't rely on the other person to love you. If you don't love yourself as much as you love them, they're going to feel that energetically and it's going to repel them. Since they are the same soul, it's going to offend them on an energetic level. You not loving yourself feels the same as if you didn't love them. If you think about it, it is offensive to not love yourself. For most relationships, this would just be something to work on over time. But for twin flame people, it's an energetic deal breaker. And you're going to keep finding out wherever you don't love yourself, radically, unconditionally, wherever you have not become self-actualized or where you've held yourself back or undervalued yourself, or you've been too critical, anything like that is going to push the other person away. So twin flame people have major work to do on learning to love themselves. And it's because we all do. We all have a lot of work to do there before we're loving ourselves on divine source level. So number five, twin flame opens our eyes to the lessons of duality. In unity consciousness, outside of duality, we're not separate from anyone. The idea is that we all came from one great oversoul, and we split into different souls at one point. But within the great oversoul, there is no other or separateness. We needed to become separate in order to view ourselves. Ellen Watts used the example of the famous yin-yang symbol that looks kind of like two fish shapes intertwined. If you take either one of those shapes away, the other wouldn't exist. All you'd have is a black circle or a white circle, but no more yin or yang. So neither shape can exist without the other. You can't even see one unless the other is there. In the same way, we can't view a partnership within unity consciousness. We had to split into the masculine and feminine duality. And one of the hardest lessons that duality teaches us is around the parts that don't feel good, like how it doesn't feel good to be sick or to not have enough money or to be lonely. And yet, if we didn't feel these things, we would never come to know their opposites. If we never felt twin flame separation, then we would never come to know twin flame unity and what it feels like to love so intensely. And that feeling of love is the best thing I've ever felt in all of life. And I can feel it whenever I want to. Real unconditional love and appreciation for a person's existence doesn't depend on unity. I simply see that it exists 
because I've been separated from it, just like the yin-yang fish. So in twin flame separation, we learn a respect for all of duality and what it's allowing us to experience. I know if we all had our heads screwed on straight and we were seeing things totally clearly, we would fall down and worship the concept of duality. We would be prostrate with gratitude for the separateness that ever let us feel anything like love for another person. And number six, twin flame teaches us how to balance our chakras. So here's just a little refresher for those of you who don't know. The lower three chakras are the masculine ones and are related to themes of material security, self-worth, and self-expression. Whereas the upper three are the feminine chakras and are related to the themes of personal voice, intuition, mindfulness, and conscious awareness. All these six chakras meet in the center at the heart chakra of love and relationship. And the idea is that the chakras all have different colors making a rainbow pattern and that they create a field of energy flow throughout your body. You might already be guessing where I'm going with this in regards to twin flame, since we've talked about the twin flame energy field and how it's either repelling your twin from you or else allowing for harmonious union. Feminine twins always have really highly developed upper chakras and the masculine twins are always really strong in the lower three chakras. So what this looks like is feminine types who have like superpower level intuition and psychic ability. People who have often been on a lifelong journey to become more mindful and self-aware. Alternatively, it looks like masculine types who are really secure in their personality and in their coin. They tend to have a very healthy estimation of their own capabilities, and they might be in positions of power or have built up a lot of financial security for themselves. All the lower chakra abilities, and this is all really great to be so advanced in these areas, like a star pupil, but in order to have a good energy flow through your own chakras, you need to balance it all out. So feminine people need to get more grounded in reality, and masculine people need to work on connecting to intuition and emotional EQ. This idea of balancing out the chakras is represented by the rainbow in mythology. Just like the proverbial pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, the chakras are the rainbow bridge that leads you to your own enlightenment. Or this is like the legend of the philosopher's stone and alchemy that was said to turn any metal into gold. It's really about what happens on the internal level within when we seek unity and balance between our own internal masculine and feminine. Then we become a flowing circuit of our own energy. We become a self-contained unit that doesn't require anything from the outside in order to feel complete. We come into alignment with source frequency on our own. 
that's enlightenment. And you might remember in the last episode, I explained how twin flame couples are like batteries and how the feminine needs to be able to hold a negative charge and the masculine needs to be able to hold a positive charge. That's because of the nature of the soul being split in two. But that's not the complete picture. Twin flame people are still two separate beings that need to be able to operate independently. And that's why they need to get their own chakras balanced. So consider how if you're a feminine person, strong in intuition, you still need to work your masculine chakras in order to build security for yourself in the world. And if you don't, you'll always be dependent on someone else to provide it for you. And then you'll have power dynamics. You'll have conditions. And then you won't have unconditional love. And then you won't be in source frequency. So for twin flame people, it's essential for them to balance their chakras. Because if you want to be able to hold a healthy feminine or masculine charge that doesn't put conditions on another person, you need to also be able to provide the opposite energy to yourself. So twin flame people need to become well-versed in both masculine and feminine energies so that when they're choosing to stay in one or the other, it's their choice rather than their necessity, because that's the only way for unconditional love to exist. Unconditional love says, I love you no matter what, because I'm good. I've got my back. And I know this is not like the fairy tale version of romance that we've been shown in Disney cartoons and rom-coms and Hallmark Christmas romances, but logically speaking, it's the only way for real unconditional love to exist. In short, Twin Flame teaches you to find what you're seeking inside of yourself. And that ends up being the greatest thing that anyone could ever find in life. It's like the second universal law of Hermes Trismegistus from a couple episodes back. It says, as above, so below, as below, so above. We are each part of the great universal oversoul, and we also contain the entirety of the universe inside of ourself, each one of us. And if you want to learn more about the chakras and how to find balance there, I recommend the book Eastern Body, Western Mind by Anadea Judith. And number seven, Twin Flame teaches us a deeper connection to our soul and to our inner truth. Just like I was explaining earlier how Twin Flame teaches us about the unseen reality. It's testing you to believe in your own inner truth. And why this is so important is because in the new age of Aquarius, we are moving away from religious authoritarianism and secularism, and we're moving towards personal spiritual autonomy. So throughout the rest of recorded history, we have needed an intercessor in order to connect to the divine. That's been the way of religion. We needed to visit the oracle at Delphi for intuitive info, or we needed a priest to do a ceremony for us, or we needed a shaman to find a cure for us in the dream world, or we needed an enlightened guru to shower us with some of their good vibes. 
But in the new age, people are spiritually evolving to become their own guru. And the big twin flame message is going to be to look inward, listen to your own dreams and find your soul, because that's where the answers are inside of you. You are the oracle. In the new earth, we're all moving towards a deeper respect for intuition, all of us, masculine and feminine. And how this will change relationships is that men are going to stop looking for the trophy wife or the arm candy or the submissive woman that appeals to the masculine ego. And instead, they're going to look for the woman who has become the oracle and got in touch with her own intuition so that she can lead him to a greater connection to his own soul. This rainbow bridge to the pot of gold that is personal enlightenment. And number eight, twin flame is teaching us to move through life without fear and that everything is part of the greater plan of our higher self. So when we talk about source frequency, we can say that the emotion of fear definitely has no part in it. Whenever we're feeling fear, we're out of alignment with source. Twin Flame teaches us that whenever we're feeling any fear about the relationship, our fear is the problem. The old template allows for fear. In the old template, if you're feeling fear, you just rely on the worldly contracts and arrangements to keep the relationship in place. It doesn't always work, though, and people have plenty of abandonment suffering within the old framework, but sometimes people have found a way to make it work. Twin Flame is teaching us instead to move completely away from all fear, and it teaches us this through the intuitive connection to our soul that's guiding the way. Because of it, we can always trust in the plan of our higher self and that no matter what we see happening around us, if it's suffering, if it's abandonment, then it's not in alignment with who we are in our divinity. It's just part of the illusion. So we can let it go and trust that our higher self knows exactly what it's doing. It knows the plan that will bring us to the ultimate outcome, the one that's better than anything our ego imagines it wants for itself. Through our intuition, we get a glimpse of the bird's eye view, and this allows us to let go of all the fear energy that keeps us away from source. And number nine, Twin Flame is teaching us the higher frequency of trust. Trust is the opposite of fear. It's the energy frequency of knowing that everything is okay. And if you really love someone unconditionally, then you see their highest potential outside of the current timeline, and you trust in their ability to reach it. So the old template tells us to give up on people. And it makes sense. I'm not saying this is wrong. We should be paying attention to the red flags and moving on from dead-end relationships. Live and learn. 
And any successful grown-ass adult knows this is true, and they know how to do it too, how to leave. But in the new age, where people are connected to their intuition, we're going to have future sight that tells us about a person's best potential so that we can fully experience this energy of trust in our relationships. And I just want to be really clear. I'm not talking about tolerating abuse. What I'm talking about is having your own shit together so that you're not needy about relationships and you're able to hold space for caring about another person as they grow at the same time as setting appropriate boundaries. And because of our intuition, we'll be able to tell when it's worth it and when it isn't. Twin Flame teaches us this radical level of trust because not trusting is one of those things that will push the person away. As a Twin Flame, you have to learn how to move back to the energy of trust in this person. And you know that you can trust them to do their inner work in the right time if you have seen this inside of your heart. This is like the old fairy tale of Beauty and the Beast or the Little Mermaid or the Greek myth of Eros and Psyche coming back to teach us lessons for the New Earth timeline. And I'm not talking about the Disney versions. The classic stories are different. The ones written by the original authors like Hans Christian Andersen or Gabrielle Suzanne Barbeau de Villeneuve who wrote Beauty and the Beast. With the Eros and Psyche mythology, the basic story is the same. There's always a beautiful woman with a pure heart who finds herself in love with someone who is not able to return that love. She really puts herself on the line and has to go through a series of trials in order to prove her love or virtue for this man who isn't necessarily ever going to return it. And sometimes there's a happy ending of these stories, sometimes not. But the trial is always for the benefit of the woman. It's for her intended spiritual journey, and the purpose is enlightenment. Many times in these stories, she becomes the motivation for the man's spiritual evolution and growth. This level of trust that believes unconditionally and sees all possibilities outside of time and space, and that ultimately redeems the self, is what feminine twin flames are living right now. By learning to consistently hold on to this energy of trust inside of their body instead of fear, they're actually calling in a new energetic reality and it's the new template for relationships in the new earth. And lastly, number 10, Twin Flame is teaching us to be here now. It's teaching us to live fully in the present moment. This is a fairly common spiritual view that the past doesn't exist and the future doesn't exist, but the present moment is where all time paths and potentials are intersecting. More importantly, our soul doesn't exist in the past or future. It only exists in the present moment. So let's say you're someone who wants to learn how to do miracles or to manifest. 
you want to heal yourself or figure out how to have an amazing, abundant life. Or maybe you just want to transcend reality and become this fully conscious, awakened, divine being who is able to feel peace and bliss always. The idea is that the only way to make it happen is by being fully present in the moment. If you want to be divine and have divine power, the only way to get that is in the present moment where your higher self is actually existing. And that means accepting whatever is now, even if you don't like it. Let go of the angst about whatever happened before and let go of longing for whatever you imagine is going to allow you to be happy in the future. And just learn to be cool with whatever is now. That's the only way to be in divine energy flow. So what this means for twin flame people is that if you're longing to be in some other timeline besides now, you don't want to be alone. You want to be with this other person. You're doing this thing that separates you from your soul, right? Then it's you who's separating yourself from your twin on the soul level because you've got the same soul. Everyone else is just separating themselves from unity consciousness when they don't want to be here now. But twin flames are separating themselves from their soul partner. So if a twin flame wants to get to this place of feeling peace and unity consciousness, they have to learn to be okay with the physical separation that's happening now as something that their higher self chose to experience in all of its wisdom and overall perspective. So Twin Flame teaches us that if we're just paying attention to what's happening to us in the physical world and we're wanting to check out in the present moment when we don't like it, then we're just detaching ourselves from our own divinity. Twin flames have to learn to find the relationship on the soul level in the present moment. They're not going to find it anywhere else first. And that's how all twin flame people end up learning to be here now. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for being here and listening. Next time, we'll be talking about Twin Flame Origins. It's going to be fun, guys. We'll be talking about Starseeds, a 1980s New Age cult, and what the Book of Revelation has to do with Twin Flame. I hope you'll be back to learn about that. If you want to stay in touch between episodes, you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter, at Tanya Stupar. Just my name, no tricky spellings. Until next time, love and blessings to you all.